the 489th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that is U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head on over to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And finally, we're brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. 15% off everything when you use promo code PLAYOFFS. Hi, yo, DeGeneres knows. Welcome to episode 489 of the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This episode is going out to everyone looking to get sticky with it. <laughs> people, people in the Discord know what I'm talking about. Maybe. Um, thank you for coming to the show. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Sticky Jeff Fox, a <laughs> Sticky Chalks man. Um, I got Sicky Sticky Gumby reeling with me. Maybe he's not sick anymore. He was sick yesterday. Maybe he's gotten better since then. You think, people? Perhaps. Um, we're going to do the main card, UFC 297. Uh, yesterday, pretty much consensus except for one fight. Gumby thought we were going to differ on at least three, and uh, we did not. One of them, to be fair, one of them I did flip flop on because um, I had a feeling and I wanted to be on Gumby's Gumby's side. Um, but today, main card, five fight main card. Um, you may know it as the pay per view portion of the card. We're going to do that, and then we're going to hit you up with locks, dogs, props, parlays, all that fun stuff. Um, let's see if Gumby feels better or not first. Uh, hello, Mr. Gumby Vreeland, aka ne- Daniel Vreeland. Ne- negative. Let's just uh, let's just make this work. <laughs> He's still sick. Yes. Five minutes later, still sick. Yeah, it's almost like we taped these things back to back, and I didn't feel good for the yeah. first one. <laughs> well, if you feel sick, then this won't make you feel any sick. Let's talk about Bellator quickly, Gumby. <laughs> they, they named. Uh, well, how do you uh, how do you PFL know that versus... won't how do you know that won't help make me sicker? <laughs> yeah, PFL versus Bellator, champ versus champ. Uh, they announced that card. I can't already forget when it is. It's soon, right? A couple months. April, I think it was. April. April, okay. Thoughts on the card? You actually said in the Discord you were actually in on it, I thought. It's a damn good It's a damn good Bellator card. <laughs> it is for Bellator. Now, is this going to be for belts or what? What are we doing here? I guess they got some kind of super fight belt that they're putting between okay. them. It's, you know. That's what we need, more belts. Yeah, let's let's do this as ceremoniously as possible. Uh Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Can they just make it for the PFL belt and get rid of Bellator? How about? How does that sound? What do you uh, I- I think that that's probably the better move. Uh, but no, they're going to keep two promotions open at the same time. Don't you want to make PFL the big brand name? Don't you want to promote PFL instead of diluting it with another brand name? Like PFL, make it PFL. Nah, let's, let's keep it around for roughly two years before we kill it with a uh, machete. Yeah, exactly. uh, similar to like yeah. we did with WEC Strike Force. Yeah. Pride. Never die. It didn't die, and Gumby. WEC never die. They all died. Great. <laughs> right they all died is true tell us about your hat gummy i forgot to ask yesterday it's a ghost did we yeah, have to talk about this one before no but it's from that same uh creative right. Right, or that creative design uh collective the clink room hey if uh, anybody from the clink room's listening would love a sponsorship uh yeah. but this one is themed the ghost runner ah see what they did there uh, ah. yeah right very timely timely yeah. all right the ghost yeah they should sponsor us for sure um all right we got enough sponsors right now. No, we don't. 
we don't have enough sponsors. Um, UFC 297 Gummy pay-per-view. Is this a pay-per-view level fight card for you? There are two title fights on there. There are technically two title fights. It's true. I'm, that's Is all that, I'm going to say. For you? That's really all that's I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I like Arnold Allen versus Mopsar Evloyev. Yeah, I, I that forgot fight. that was on here until and I... And who doesn't yeah. love some action, man? I, I who love doesn't some love some action? I, I love some action, man. But do we love him enough to pick him, though, is the mm. question. Against a power bar man who was on your podcast this week. week he was. Right? He was, yeah. Hmm. We shall see. All right, let's, let's dive into her. Shall we? UFC 297, Scotiabank Arena, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. No longer the home of Pascal Siakam. I broke that news. I was the first to break it on the podcast yesterday. Um, this is happening Saturday night, 10 p.m., is the pay-per-view main card portion, which is what we're diving into now. If you want to hear the prelims, go back an episode uh, to yesterday's show. It was an amazing show. All right, we're starting kicking things off with featherweights, the aforementioned featherweight belt between Arnold Allen and Movsor Evloev. Let's start with scrolling up, first of all. We're going to start with scrolling up on the spreadsheet, and then I believe we're going to start with Arnold Allen, the almighty Arnold Allen. Um, Come on. Come on, Excel. Here we go. The almighty Arnold Allen is 19 and two, seven knockouts, four submissions, never been finished in a fight, 10 and one in the UFC. The one in there, the one loss came in his last fight. He's fight at lightweight and down at Bantamweight, regional champion, 2012 pro MMA debut, a niche height all over Evloev. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.48 strikes per minute. He's at plus 170. Evloev, 17 and 0, three knockouts, four submissions, seven and 0 in the UFC. He's fight at Bantamweight, regional champion, 2014 pro MMA debut. Twitches reach on Allen, striking and active striking stats in his favor. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.83 strikes per minute, minus 184. As Gumby said, uh, actually, I kick off the uh, the main card normally. As Gumby said, the um, this is a good matchup. Uh, definitely two of the top guys in the weight class fight. I you know I had to had to give it some thought here, but I have decided to go with Av Loev here. Um, Good, uh, good enough striker, uh, I think, um, to to handle Allen and the and the very solid grappler as well. Basically, all around game, uh, as does Allen. But I think Evloves is a little bit better. So uh, give me Evlove here. Uh, I'm going to go Arnold Allen. Uh, I don't think his striking game is better. For the record, I, I mean, I think we just watched him fight Diego Lopes, and, and I, I mean Diego Lopes on like what two days notice or three days notice or something like that. And I think Lopes took it to him on the feet. You go on MMA decisions, and I think there's like a third of the people scored that fight for Lopes. Uh, so you're telling me you got you fought a guy on three days' notice. And granted, that that win is aged pretty well because Lopes looks like a real prospect. Mm-hmm. But I'm like three days' notice, right? So for me, like I know that he's looked better as of late, but we're talking about him fighting, you know, next to nobody. If, if we're being completely honest about it, Boyev, he fought Diego Lopes when he thought he was supposed to fight Bryce Mitchell um, and, and kind of just wrote out a decision and, and was pretty lucky in his decision in that. And we're talking about Arnold Allen who went toe to toe with Max Holloway. And did he come out looking great in that fight? No, but it's Max freaking Holloway. Uh, so like, of course he's not going to come out looking great in that fight. I think he's sharper on the feet. The big question for me, and I'll be honest, I, I think we know what this fight looks like a minute in. We we get to the one-minute mark in the first round. I think we will know who's going to win. Uh, maybe it's a live bet spot for a lot of you guys then. Because for me, if Avloyev is going to get down on those takedowns, he's going to win this fight. 
we have not seen Arnold Allen up against somebody who grapples like Evloyev does, right? Because he stuffed takedowns from Sadiq Yusuf. Do you think it's Sadiq Yusuf is a particularly good grappler? No. And, and like, if you look at most of Allen's recent opponents, it's mostly strikers, right? Like he's not fighting a lot of grapplers. I think he has the ability to stuff enough of those takedowns and win the, the striking exchanges, but I think we'll know pretty early on whether or not that's a good read or not. All right. Excellent breakdown. Whether it's the proper read or not, it's it's a good breakdown. I'm going to do an ad read, speaking of reads, and then we shall move on. Uh, of course, the top ad read would be DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that that'll help make the playoffs electrifying the playoffs are not real though nfl playoffs are fake right gumby they are right now they are right now new customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 dollars instantly in bonus bets that is not fake that is real do you have any lines you told us yesterday you like the over over unders on uh the rounds right for the, yeah they- uh the scrap I will say DK is great at giving you the uh, props as well a lot earlier than a lot of books. You know, a lot of books you sit around and you wait and you sit on your hands yep. waiting for those lines to come out. DK, especially with the main card, is out and at them early. So, uh, yeah, jump on those nice and early. And we, we should tell you which ones to jump on at the end of this show. So stick around till then. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I deserve a drink after all that. <laughs> ah, all right, let's move on, shall we? Middleweights now. Are we going to differ again? Let's, let's see. I have a feeling we may. We shall see, though. We got Chris Curtis versus Mark Andre Barrio, a couple of the best nicknames in the game going out of here. Uh, Barrio is, of course, Power Bar. You can find out why he's Power Bar on the top turtle MMA podcast this week, but it's disappointing. Right. And, and yeah, it's mundane. <laughs> it's mundane, but regardless, maybe it got lost in translation. Maybe it's funny in French. Come <laughs> maybe possibly Uh power bar. Mr. Barrio is 16 to six with one, no contest, 10 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once submitted once five and five with one, no contest in the UFC. He's won two straight fights. Three of four and five of seven. So he's on a very nice run here. He has failed a drug test fairly recently. Uh, multiple reach championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportscamingpockets.com slash store. Playoffs is your code to get you 15% off. You definitely want that. Um, mantle in French is manteau, by the way. Thank Almost you. the same. Thank you. Uh, so he, ha- he has uh, championships on his manteau. Uh, used to fight at light heavyweight. 2014 pro MMA debut, three inches height, three years younger than Curtis. He's more active landing strikes and has better grappling stats than Curtis. He's got a positive strike differential of 0.73 in the UFC. He's at plus 165. The action man, power bar versus the action man, Chris Curtis. 30 and 10 with one no contest, 17 knockouts, one submission. He knocked out once, submitted once. Four and two with one no contest in the UFC. Loss, win, loss, and a no contest have been his last four fights. Used to fight at light heavyweight, used to fight at 
uh watch weight multiple regions have ships on his mantle mantle correct he's american so it is mantle sports gamblingpodcast.com slash store playoffs is your code uh one in three in pfl one known contender series that was a he was on contender series ages ago why did dana white not sign him I don't like know. That was back Taylor in the era for the he, UFC. Yeah, it was back in the era where he'd sign like one guy, and like yeah. it, it, he probably gave the Chris Curtis is already thirty three kind of deal, yeah. uh, and then didn't yeah. sign him. Yeah, he's been in the UFC forever, uh, but yeah, it took him a long time to get to UFC. Even after that, um, now he's had what? This is his eighth fight in the UFC now. So good for him. Uh, two thousand nine Pro MMA debut, two and zero as a pro boxer, an inch reach on Barrio. He's been outstrucking UC by 0.94 strikes per minute. Minus 188. You and I are going to differ again, Gumby. Yeah, because you're going to take Barrio and I'm going to take Curtis. I am. Yeah. Yep. I, I uh, Look, I, I think Chris Curtis is the right kind of guy to beat Marc-Andre Barrio. Uh, if, if you ask me what Barrio's best weapon is, I think it's pretty obvious. It's his cardio. Um, it's yep. his cardio and his durability. And one of the things that I do like the best about Chris Curtis in general is he doesn't overextend himself in fights where he doesn't have the cardio advantage, right? Like if you want to go back and you want to watch, you know, maybe that fight with Brendan Allen, Brendan Allen tired himself out. Curtis kind of stayed within himself. Same with thing with Adolfo Vieta. He stayed within himself. Barrio gets hit a lot. Um, but as long as you don't get drawn into those like prolonged exchanges and do something stupid and tire yourself out, generally he's like not the hardest guy in the world to be, you know, like I don't think he's, you know, he's powerful, but I don't think he's overly sharp on the feet. You know, I'm not scared of his grappling, especially against Chris Curtis, who defended the grappling of, of Rodolfo Vieta. Like, I, I think Curtis, as long as he doesn't get drawn into something insane, is going to beat Marc-Andre Barrio here. So I'll, I'll go with Chris Curtis. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Barrio. I, I think it's worth a stab at, at the dog money on his on his home soil. Um good grappler doesn't doesn't rely on grappling very much better striker but less power than than curtis so pretty even fight but um give me give me the hometown boy at plus 165 i think he's worth it at uh plus money but this this was a tough one for me to to pick a side on regardless so all right are we going to the next fight how long yeah we're going to another fight we're going to another fight welterweights neil magny versus the canadian mike malott we tell you about uh, Magni first, the Haitian sensation. He's 28 and 11, seven knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted six times, 21 and 10 in the UFC. Loss, win, loss, win, loss over his last one, two, three, four, five fights. So he's due for a win. Uh, used to fight at middleweight, three and one in the ultimate fighter, 2010 pro MMA debut. Two inch sight, seven inches of reach over him a lot. He's been outstruck. Oh, sorry, he has outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.05 strikes per minute, plus 310. No respect for the veteran. Malat. Proper Mike Malott, 10, 1, and 1. Four knockouts, six submissions. We finished everyone, and he's been knocked out once. So he owes his rounds. 3 0 in the UFC, 1 0 contender series. He's won six straight fights. He's not lost since October 2014. Used to fight at lightweight and featherweight regional champion. Has missed weight before. 0 and 1 in Bellator, 0 and 1 in World Series of Fighting. 2011 Pro MMA debut. Four years younger than Magni. More active lightning strikes and better grappling stats than Magni. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.14 strikes per minute, minus 313 for him a lot. This line kind of surprised me. I am going dog. That's going to surprise you probably, right? Neil Magny. No, I had a feeling you were going to be Neil Magny. Big step up. 
like uh, this is a, this is a real big step up from lot unless Magni is totally from, from Adam Fugit from Adam Fugit yeah it's a step up uh, from Adam Fugit yeah. <laughs> a huge step up uh, uh, even if Magni has has uh, fallen off a bit and Magni's a tough guy to fight he always seems to be able to suck people into his game plan and and he's huge so I think he's worth it at plus three ten so let's do it yeah I, I don't really I don't really like the path to victory here from a lot do you think he's like gonna out wrestle Neil Magny like Magny's got pretty good wrestling right like he he's at least defensively yep. seems like he's got good wrestling and on the feet yeah like Michael Watts got a whole bunch of power but like he's going to be fighting against a seven inch reach disadvantage and it's not like Magny's one of those tall guys who doesn't know how to use it um you know I I, I you know you you made the big point already and that's Mike Mowat went from fighting Adam Fugit to fighting Neil Magny and that is you know no offense to Adam Fugit because I like the guy that's a huge step up. That is a massive step up. That is a colossal step up. I don't know that Malat's ready for it. So yeah, I'm, I, I like the dog money here on Magni as well. Wow, you're copying me again. You, not again. Um, we were on the same page finally today. So all right, <coughs> Magni. That's a, we need some of these big dogs come through. I'll, I'll, one. All we really need is one of these big dogs come through. I'll, I'll, I'll accept two. Two dogs come through, and number good, right? That's usually what you need, yeah. Yeah, that's that's all you need. All right, Gumby's slowly dying Fading. on us I'm here. Fading. <laughs> He's fading. All right, I'm going to tell you about Cut. We're gonna we're gonna get this one done, folks. Cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that's U.S. based and available in 40 states. Peer to peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. And they had tons of fun social features that give it the feel of a betting social network. Does Mikey Bisping like it there? Yeah, That's it sounds like part, it's. Right? A, he sounds like he's all about it right now. Michael Bisping. I know. I know your dogs. I, I I can differ their. Uh, I, I know the difference between their barks now. Look at me. Uh, Cut offers lower big and fully customizable odds. Create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for a dollar. Social features include group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head -head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. And the rewards is you get your cash back every single time you bet against your friends. Reminder, Cut is the peer-to-peer -peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. Here's the catch. K-U-T-T.com. That's how it's spelled. K-U-T-T.com. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Must be a bear roaming your, roaming your grounds again, Gumby. It's something for sure. Yep. Underdog Fantasy is something as well. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, when it's on MMA, they got it all. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players, fantasy stats, and cash in. Gumby had a Malcolm Gordon pick yesterday. Do you have a pick for us today? A UFC one? Any other sport? Yeah, I'm going to take the lower than on uh, Brad Katona's uh, significant strikes. I saw those listed 64 and a half. Um, I think even if he has the type of fight that he wants, which is just dragging Garrett Armfield to the ground all the time, a lot of those strikes won't count as significant. Uh, and if it stays on the feet, which is not what he wants, I don't know that he'll land that many. So, uh, yeah, give me the lower than on Brad Katona's significant strikes. There you go. We're fading that Katona boy. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, two more fights before Gumby has Gumby's going to die on us. Women's Bantamweight, thank God. It, it's for a belt, too. Even better, it's for the vacant Women's Bantamweight Championship. Raquel Pennington versus Myra Buena Silva. Oh, boy. Joy O'Bliss. Uh, 
We'll tell you about Rocky Pennington first. She's 15 and eight, one knockout, four submissions. She's been knocked out once, submitted once. 12 and five in the UFC. She's won five straight fights and six of seven. However, she's not fought since January 2023. Let's check the stats on fighters who have sit, sat out at least a year. They only, when they come back, they only win 46% of the time. So keep that in mind, ladies and gents. Uh, she's not lost fights since January 2020. It's made easier when you sit out a year. Uh, used to fight at featherweight, has missed weight before. Two and one, the ultimate fighter. One and two in Invicta, was a regional champion. 2012 pro MMA debut. Inch height, inch reach over Bueno Silva. She's outstruck as her UFC opponents by 0.68 strikes per minute. She's at plus 145. Shitara is Bueno Silva. 10, 2, and 1 with one no contest. One knockout, seven submissions. She has never been finishing any fight. Oh, good. We can see a five-round women's bantamweight title fight, maybe. Even better. Uh, she's 5, 2, and 1 with one no contest in the UFC. 3, 0, oh, and 1 with a no contest in her last fight. That was due to a failed drug test due to, I think she had Ritalin in her system for ADHD, I believe, and she did not declare it. Come That's on, people. Great. Paperwork. Paperwork, people. Paper, paperwork. Um, has not officially lost a fight. Oh, actually, that was no contest. She has not lost a fight since October 2021. Used fight at flyweight. Was regional champion. Three years younger than Pennington. More active landing strikes and better grappling stats than Pennington. She's outstruck her UFC opponents by 0.55 strikes per minute. Minus 160. Gumby. Thrilling women's bantamweight fight. I'll let you make your breakdown first. So you mentioned this probably going to decision. I feel like it's worth noting too that the line has been posted on that negative one hundred five. Uh, mm. So if you do think that's going the distance, like that's that's not a bad line there. Um, I'm gonna go Myra Buena Silva. I think if you watch her fight with Holly Holm, she was actually having some success in the striking in finding the range of Holly Holm, who's you know notoriously kind of hard to deal with range wise because um, she is so long and she uses so many kicks. But outside of when she was throwing the kicks, Silva found her kind of easy. Um, I, I know the judges scored the first round for Holly Holm before she wound up ultimately losing that fight. But I actually, you know, if you go back and you watch it, there's a real argument that Myra Buena Silva landed the more impactful strikes in that. Um, and then you you turn around and you give her somebody like Raquel Pennington, who, first of all, doesn't fight long like Holly Holm does. And then on the top of that, doesn't really throw the kicks that she would need to to deter Myra Buena Silva from coming in on her. You know, I think she throws like a couple around, and and that's pretty much it. Most of them low calf kicks, nothing to the body, no no, no side kicks like Holly Holm throws. I, I think Myra Buena Silva is just going to kind of overwhelm her on the feet. I think if Rocky gets desperate and starts shooting takedowns, I, I think Silva could find that neck too. So, yeah, give me Myra Buena Silva here to take the strap. Find that neck. Um, I'm taking Myra Bueno Silva as well. Just a better fighter. Um, it's hard though. Pennington, somehow she wins, Gumby. She always wins. So I can, that could very easily happen here again. But I think I'm going to take the better fighter and that would be Bueno Silva. I don't like that Pennington's been on the shelf for over a year as well. Um, all right. MBS is the pick here. We're taking the favorite. And to the main event. This would be a fight night at the Apex main event. Instead, it's a pay-per-view main event for the, the UFC championship. If Strickland had lost to Izzy, then yes, this would be that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But he did not. We got our new champ, Sean Strickland, versus Drakus Duplices. Five five-minute rounds, perhaps. At middleweight, tell you about DDTP first. That's one of the nicknames for Duplices. Duplices, Duplices. It's Duplices, isn't it? Duplessis, yeah. Duplessis, yes, with a South South African accent. Still Knox's nickname, 
or DDP. I figured out what still Knox is. Okay. Reddit is actually good. Reddit is actually good for something. I mean, there's a, um, a like Nitol type sleeping medication in South Africa called still Knox Spe- spelled oh, differently. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah. There you go. So it makes okay. sense. There you go. He, he made his, it's, I think the other one's N O X and he made his K N O C K S. So that kind of like knocks, like he's knocking you to sleep. So it makes sense. Like it. Makes sense. All right. He's 20 and 2, 20 dash 2, 9 knockouts, 10 submissions. He's got more submissions than knockouts. He's such a weird fighter, Gumby. How is that even possible? He's really good on the mat. <laughs> I, I've seen him in a queen. Yeah. I've seen him in a quintet, and he was oh yeah. Yeah, he subbed all five of the guys, or no, all four of the guys on the other team, and then drew with the fifth one to, to wow. end the thing. Like his teammates never got off the bench. Crazy. All right. Um, he's been knocked out once, submitted once, so he's durable. Six and oh in the UFC, three straight finishes, multi championships on his mantle. Correct. Get shirts, sports gambling slash store. Um, used to fight at welterweight 2013 pro MMA debut. He's a kickboxing world champion. That's on his mantle too, probably. Three years younger than Strickland. Better striking stats, more active landing strikes. And he's outstruck his UFC opponents by 3.16 strikes per minute, plus 110. Tarzan Strickland. Does anyone call him that anymore? Is it, did anyone so. ever call him that? Yeah, I, when he was new, that that was when like a well-used nickname. Yeah, but he, when he, he had long that, hair still or not? Yeah. Yeah. Now kind of gone away. Psycho, right? American no. Psycho? I mean, no, that's Stephen Bonner. Oh, that's right. Sociopath? American Sociopath. <laughs> It's much the less unlikeliest, the unlikeliest of champions is his nickname, Sean Strickland. Um, he is 28. He is the most unlikely US, UFC champion currently, right? Currently, yes. Yes. Nico Montano, otherwise. <laughs> yes. Nico, how about Matt Sarah? No, Nico Montano. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Nico. All right. Strickland, 28 and 13. 11 knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. So very durable. Uh, 15 and five in the UFC. He is the champion of the world. He's won three straight fights. Before that, he lost two straight fights. Right place, right time, and look at him. Uh, used to fight down at welterweight, up at light heavyweight. Was regional champion. 2008 pro MMA debut. He's outstruck his UFC opponents for 1.58 strikes per minute. Minus 124. I'm going to take a guy who we... Is he good, Gumby? Is DDP good yet? I know he beat Robert Whitaker, but is he good? Crush Robert Whitaker. I'm taking he DDP. Dec- he decimated Robert Whitaker. <laughs> this is, I think, a t- I said in the Discord, it's a two-outcome fight, Strickland by decision, DDP via knockout, but I, it's not like Strickland gets himself scorched that often. But I'm not I gonna also make say, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that DDP could win rounds, too. Because yep. remember that yeah, DDP's you know, the pick. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking DDP too. And I will say, you know, for a lot of people, they're like, "Oh, I'm still worried about the cardio," because he gassed out in like one fight early in his UFC span. And I don't think necessarily that that's enough for us to say like he's definitely going to gas out. Is it maybe a concern against Sean Strickland? Yes, but I don't think Sean Strickland's going to get him out of there on that. Also, DDP, as I mentioned, sleepy good grappling. Uh, he's a, a guy who used to win a lot of the fights on the mat. Hasn't done so much of that in the UFC, but it's there if he needs it. Um, and I don't really like Strickland's grappling if we're being completely candid. So, yeah, I, I like Drykas Duplices here. I could see him winning a decision the same way as Jared Cannonier did. So you'll remember in that fight, Sean Strickland landed way more punches than Cannonier, but Cannonier landed the ones that everybody remembered. I could see Duplices winning that kind of fight too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, give me Duplices whatever way you like him. And will Strickland be able to keep a straight face fighting a spaz like this too? 
Probably <laughs> not, but he's he's mad though. Apparently, he's really, he's, really yeah. Mad. Which which yeah, another reason not not to pick him too. <laughs> I, I try to ignore all that nonsense, but every headline is something about his childhood trauma being uh being made into fodder. But that, that's the sport we're in, uh, unfortunately. All right, we are both taking the underdog in the main event. Let's give you a recap of that. One more ad read, and then we will give you our locks, dogs, props, parlays, all that stuff, and Gumby can go crawl into a hole somewhere. Okay, okay. Uh, DDP, we both have. We both have Bueno Silva. We both have Magni. He has Curtis. I have Barrio. He has Allen. I have Evlo Ev. All right. The aforementioned, the promised ad read is for Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets. Revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Start all players for hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And of course, our merch store, 15% off everything. Everything must go in the store now until the end of the month with the code playoffs. Get a cool hat like the one I'm wearing. Get some of our MMA gambling podcast gear because we are competing against other shows, trying to get a bonus, trying to get that private island. Um, but and when when we do get a private island, we'll invite you all, all you listeners. We will invite you. And you, if can there's anything party. you know about me from being on yeah. this show, it's that I love lots of people being around me. Yeah, we'll have a party as long as you show us your receipts for buying stuff from our store. You can you can come to our private island, the Gumby Gumby and Chalks Island. All right. Let's do our locks, dogs, props, and parlays. I think I'm the first up this week. Uh, my lock is Johan Lyonese at minus 148 against Sam Patterson. Um, we talked about it on yesterday's show. If you haven't listened already, go back to that. Gumby agreed on that pick. And it all comes down to, it doesn't all come down to, but um, Gumby's big pet peeve, tall guy, striking defense. Sam Patterson is the poster child for that. So Lyonese is the pick. Yeah, uh, I like that one. I was down between that one, and I'm going to take Malcolm Gordon right off the jump. Uh, I don't have any faith in Jimmy Flick. I think Malcolm Gordon uh, keeps his fight standing, beats him up pretty bad. So give me uh, Malcolm Gordon is my lock this week. All right, Gordon at minus 190. Let's lock it in. Okay, the the my dog I don't have picked out yet. I have I actually have a few dogs to go with here too. Um, oh, wow. Quite a few. Chalks is no longer chalky. Uh, give me the nickname, and I push him back against you. Am I going to be a coward and take like one of the smallest ones? Probably. That's the way <laughs> I roll. Um, give me Garrett Armfield, uh, a dog that Gumby and I both like at plus one sixty five against Brad Katona. That was the one I was going with. Let's go double all down, right. Garrett, Garrett Armfield, on this one. All right, don't let us down. Fade that Canadian. Um, all right, my prop. Moira Buena Silva by decision plus 330. Um, Raquel Pennington doesn't get finished in fights very often. Very durable. She's been finished twice in 23 pro fights. Um, I don't I don't see her getting submitted, and Buena Silva doesn't have knockout power. Um, I see this being an ugly five-round fight because we deserve it for being MMA fans. So uh, MBS via decision plus 330. Very nice number. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take a ghost to decision prop here. I want uh, Mike Malott versus Neil Magny goes to the judges scorecards. That one's plus two hundred to go to the judges scorecards. Um, you know, if you like Neil Magny, it's not like he's gonna finish this fight anyway. 
Uh, so like, you know, it might cost you a hundred to not pick Neil Magny and instead to just say it goes to decision, but then you basically safeguard yourself. If, if Malat comes out and, you know, is way faster and just putting it on him and Magny's durable. So, you know, to get plus 200 on that one, just making it to the judges, I think is a, a pretty good play. All right. Gordon Lyonese of the walks Armfield Armfield are the dogs and Magny Malat going to decision and Myra Buenas of a winning by decision are the props. One more thing that got me. Well, yes, actually has to uh, do the sign off too, but he, first of all, he needs to give you his hunger man, John super fan parlay two fight parlay that will win us mucho money. Go ahead. Yeah. We had half of it last week too. We were just missing the Johnny Walker half of it. Cause I snuck a money line in there and I'm going to sneak a money line in there again on you this week. I'll take Pauliana Viana's money line. Uh, if we take that, because, uh, again, as we said on yesterday's show, I, I just think as long as the longer this fight stays on the feet, the worse it is for Jillian Robertson. I think it's going to be on the feet for a substantial portion. I'm going to pair that with Chris Curtis gets a knockout. Uh, Chris Curtis by knockout plus 265. So if you put those together, you're going to get 1068. All right. I think wasn't last week's 1068 as well. It might have been. I think it was 1054. But, yeah, close right. to it. Close. All right. There you go. Viana. Money line, Curtis, knockout. Boom, we're out here. Sportsgamblingpockets.com slash Discord. We shall be in there talking about the fights. Make sure you get in there and chat with us and say hello, or at the very least, you know, wave, even if you don't want to talk. If you just want to just want to watch, that's fine. Just come come and say hi. Um, Twitter, SGPN MMA, at Gumby Breland, at Jeff Fox Writer. Um, also, Jeff Fox Writer on Instagram. Get onto my Substack, moneymma.substack.com. Sign up. Uh, free subscription will get you into the pick'em contest I run every week, including this week. And check out my top on top 24, 24 and under fighters for 2024 article. If that makes any sense to you, me saying that Gummy's got a top turtle on May podcast, which will be in your feeds now if you are one of the smart people like me and subscribe to it. Who's on it this week? I don't think I asked you yesterday. Uh, we got Malcolm Gordon and Mark Andre Barrio. So uh, it's a it's a Canadian affair on Top Turtle. Fantastic. You understood okay with all their accents, those weird Canadian accents. Gummy. Yeah, they were good. Uh, Gordon doesn't <laughs> even really have one. <laughs> no. Excellent. All right. And sportsgamblingpodcast.com, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. They're the three things you need to know. All right, Gumby, you can go die, but first you have to say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> All right. I'm Dana Gumby Freeland. He's the action man, Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Sunday.